Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. We are just four days away. From the Colts playing the Cardinals in Glendale, Arizona. And so, with four days out, this would normally be Optimism Wednesday. However, today, it's Nugget Tuesday on Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call and make an appointment today. Do yourself that favor. I did it 28 years ago. I'm never going to another dentist. 317-849-2900. 3-3 is the number. Nuggets for today about the Colts and about the Cardinals. Michael Pittman and Christian Kirk. He's a wide receiver, a good wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. They each average 13.1 yards per catch and both have five touchdowns. They are the same player. Not really but they are utilized in the same way by the Cardinals and the Colts. So when you think of Pittman, think of Kirk. When you think of Kirk, think of Pittman. Nugget number two. Jonathan Taylor needs one touchdown and 146 yards from scrimmage Saturday night to become the first Colts running back to hit 20 TDs and 200 yards combined rushing and receiving in franchise history. That is unbelievable. And if he does it this week, he does it in 15 games, leaving then a 16th game. And we know statistics are going to change, right? They're going to morph from season to season because now you've got an extra game. 17 games, obviously one more than 16. So 100, 110 yards, you're going to boost some of these records by that amount. But Jonathan Taylor doing it in 15 games, that's the opposite direction with two games left. If Jonathan Taylor can average just under 200 yards rushing a game over these last three games, he is going to eclipse Eric Dickerson's all-time rushing mark in the NFL for yards in a season, 2,105 yards. That was not obviously with the Colts. It was with the Rams. Dickerson was a great running back with the Los Angeles Rams and then the Indianapolis Colts from, what, about 1984 through the early 90s. He was really, 
really good. Maybe the biggest trade in franchise history when Eric uh, Dickerson came to the Indianapolis Colts. Nugget number three. Did you know this? We've all watched the Cardinals play a little bit. Jordan Hicks, linebacker for the Cardinals. He is the son of former Cathedral and Broad Ripple basketball coach Scott Hicks, who was a basketball player at Cathedral High School in Indianapolis back in the early 80s, went to Notre Dame where he played basketball, and Lou Holtz did everything he could to try to get Scott Hicks to play football as well. Scott Hicks has a son. He is now a linebacker. Jordan is for the Arizona Cardinals, making a lot of money. And and when he was he was a little kid at Cathedral High School visiting his dad, man, you could tell that kid had athletic something. And Scott Hicks, when he was at Cathedral and my son played for him at the age of 41, I think he was 41, he was clearly the best athlete on the floor among those high school kids and some college kids who came home to play and train at Cathedral High School. Scott Hicks, an elite-level athlete. Not surprising that he has an elite-level athletic son playing linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals. How about this? Nugget number four. Darius Leonard is the only player in the NFL since 2000 with 15 forced fumbles and 10 interceptions combined in his first four years. How about that? Darius Leonard, one of the best, and we're going to get into this in a little bit. Uh, Darius Leonard's going to the Pro Bowl. Who else from the Colts should go to the Pro Bowl? Who's going to join Jonathan Taylor? And then I think most obviously Darius Leonard also going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, We'll talk about that in a moment. Okay, nugget number five. Carson Wentz is one of three NFL quarterbacks this season with 20 or more touchdown passes and six or fewer picks. He joins Cousins and Rodgers, both in the NFC Central, or NFC North, used to be the Central, now it's the NFC North, and we saw Cousins last night playing for the Vikings against the Bears. The Bears are rudderless. The Bears are hopeless, and it's so sad to see that. The NFL is a lot more fun to watch when the Bears are good, especially in the state of Indiana, which was kind of Bears territory, until the Colts moved here in 84, and then it still took a few years because the Bears were great in the 80s. It's hard to describe the quality of football played by the Chicago Bears from 1984 through about 1991. Really, really hard to describe what that looked like, in particular the 1985 season. Uh, That was the most fun team, the most charismatic team in the history of professional football and they backed it up with their play on the field as well. All right, number six, the TV crew for Saturday night's game between the Cardinals and the Colts. Joe Davis handling the play-by-play duties. Kurt Warner, the analyst. Melissa Stark and Peter Schrager both doing sidelines. I love the, you know what, Greg Olson. I liked him the first time I heard him. And then last week, uh, last Saturday night, I really liked him a lot. I, I think he is an analyst He sees the game especially well. I like Greg Olson a lot. We're going to see what Kurt Warner brings to this. He is a resident of the area. So I I hope that the NFL Network isn't so cheap that what they're doing, trying to save money by not having guys travel. That would just be silly. It wouldn't be surprising knowing how the minds of sports media executives work. However, we got Kurt Warner. He's all right. 
Not as good as Greg Olson, I don't think, but he's all right. Another nugget. This is nugget number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Tight end Zach Ertz of the Cardinals. He's looking for his fourth straight home game with four-plus carries. And I think he's going to get it because the Colts are terrible against tight ends. They do an awful job covering tight ends. If you're a tight end and you see the Colts on the schedule, you circle that week and you say, hey, if I can get the attention of whoever the quarterback is, in this case, Kyler Murray, and and he throws me the ball enough, I'm going to make a lot of money for myself in the next contract by how I play against the Colts because I can go out and get 9, 10, 11, 12 catches that are really going to lift my number and make me look better than I am. That is how bad the Colts have been against tight ends. Uh, one of the worst teams in the NFL against tight ends. I think last week the guys on the NFL Network said that they were uh, 31st against tight ends. I would be surprised after watching uh, what happened Saturday night with the Patriots if that number hasn't dropped to last in the NFL. But you know what? Do tight ends beat you? That's a legitimate question. Yes, the Colts are terrible against tight ends. But are tight ends going to beat you? Or is a guy like Kirk going to beat you? Right? These are the questions. You know, a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, even though he's not going to play. Are you, would you rather get beat by a tight end and have him move the chains? Or would you rather give up big play extravagances to wide receivers and to running backs? I think the Colts have made their decision And uh, they have made it well known. Tomorrow is Optimism Wednesday. Uh, But right now, I I think in in the interest of being fair, right, we need to talk about what happens if the Colts lose this week and next week. If they lose to the Cardinals and the Raiders, the chances of their going to the playoffs drops to 29%. If they win both of these games against... The, uh, the Cardinals and then the Raiders, the chance of the Colts going to the playoffs, better than 99%. And if the Titans lose one of these next two games, let's say they lose to the 49ers, all of a sudden the AFC South is wide open, baby. And all the Colts are going to have to do, if they win out, the Titans have to win twice in their last three games in order to solidify their hold on the AFC South, which is really a shame because if the Colts had found a way to win that game against the Titans that went to overtime, if they could have won that game and they should have won that game, you know what? The Colts right now would be a game up in the AFC South instead of a game down with a tiebreaker in their way between themselves and the Titans and that AFC South crown. That's how big a deal that was. That interception that went through in the overtime absolutely deleterious to the chances of the Colts going to the Super Bowl unless they can kind of get over the hump in the next three weeks and and put themselves in a spot where they get uh, at least one home game in the playoffs playing in that wild card round. Or maybe if the Chiefs lose once or twice, the Colts getting that number one seed in the AFC, which is still part of the possible calculus for the success of this team. That would be fun. Pacers tonight, they're minus two. The game, not on Valley Sports Indiana, but on TNT. They have moved it back to TNT. They moved it away from TNT, 
And then I guess with COVID rescheduling or, or somehow the schedule got goofed up, this game is going to be on TNT tonight. Rick Carlisle back from the COVID list. Goga is killing it in the G League. I think that the Pacers are going to be, they're going to get there. Not this year, maybe. But they're going to get there eventually. I like where they're at. This is, this is tough sledding. This is a tough environment for the Indiana Pacers. To, to, with the Colts, right? The Colts and a hard cap in the NFL, being in Indianapolis is not that big a deal. But the Pacers, being in Indianapolis, being a small market team, and being hamstrung by a soft cap and the willingness of major markets to spend over the top of that soft cap and then into the luxury tax and do everything they can to manipulate the system to put themselves in a position to win a championship, it's just not fair. And as the NBA and the NBPA sit down and they talk about what's to come with the NBA and and how to create a more perfect league, I really think a hard cap makes a lot of sense. And maybe you can figure out a way to have it high enough that um, you know it doesn't penalize the players disproportionately. And we'll see. But the Pacers, Pacers are behind the eight ball, man. Um, Lance Stevenson, back in the NBA. Born ready. Born ready's return. He has signed a 10-day hardship contract with the Atlanta Hawks. We love Lance Stevenson in central Indiana. Don't love him necessarily as a player. Don't love him so much. I'd want him back with the Pacers. But this is one of the nicest guys in the history of people. And, and that he's getting another shot at the NBA, I absolutely love. Second round draft pick in 2010. Good for Born Ready. Pro Bowl for the Colts. Who should make it on top of Jonathan Taylor? Darius Leonard is an obvious choice. He is a game wrecker. The forced fumbles, the interceptions, the tackles for loss, the overall tackles. Darius Leonard with a bad wheel for the vast majority of the season. He's got that bad ankle. Wow, what a year he has put together. He is a turnover machine, and more than that, he is a wonderful emotional driver for this team. He lifts people. You see it in practice. We see it every day in camp. When Darius Leonard comes out, he's singing, he's dancing, he works exceptionally hard. He is buoying the mood of the rest of the team. I love Darius Leonard. Uh, what a second-round draft pick. Honest to God, second round out of South Carolina State. How did every team in the NFL pass on Darius Leonard? Absolutely preposterous. Um, how about DeForest Buckner? I think DeForest Buckner belongs. He gets to the quarterback. He causes problems. You need to scheme against him. You need to double him, and that allows other guys to kind of get push. I think DeForest Buckner is absolutely critical, as critical as uh, Chris Ballard said he would be when he was acquired uh, from the San Francisco 49ers for that first-round pick. Quentin Nelson, I think, is always, as long as he's ambulatory, he's going to be a pro bowler. Uh, Kenny Moore should absolutely 100% be a pro bowl football player. And then I think uh, Rigoberto Sanchez ought to be a, uh, a, a pro bowler. I think Rigoberto... Twice uh, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week 
really, really good at what he does. And what he does is a hell of a lot more complicated than we think it is. It's not just catching it and whacking it and hoping that it stays in bounds and in return for a touchdown. It's all about figuring out where it's, it's like hitting a lob wedge, but with your foot and the football, instead of being round, being oblong. How difficult would that be? Really difficult, and Rigoberto Sanchez is really good at it. I've got three book recommendations for those of you who are looking for last-minute Christmas presents. You can go to the bookstore and pick these two up. The Q Factor by Brian Billick, all about the quarterback position and the elusive search for the next great NFL quarterback. And then you've got How to Watch Basketball Like a Genius by Nick Green. i got to tell you the truth. I read one chapter of this. I bought it immediately. It's a chapter about the triangle offense and Tex Winter's book about the triangle offense. And then if you get especially, uh, you know, kind of motivated to go get a book for somebody, oops, The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. This is available only at Amazon. You can also get the Kindle version that delivers immediately, and you can get the uh, audio version at Audible and and Amazon. And uh, I wrote it. I lived it. And if you want to know how a, uh, a guy becomes me, it's these 37 mistakes that in large part define who I am and what I am. Tomorrow, Breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. It's going to be fabulous. We're getting closer to game days. We got two NFL games tonight. How much fun is this? Uh, seven out of nine days, beginning last Thursday, seven out of nine days with professional football on in prime time. I love life in late December. It's fantastic. Go Pacers. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.